while my coworkers tried to save me, my boss was like, no, let Blaze explain. I just was like a deer in the headlights. Could not think of a single word to say at that point. Welcome to We're All Just Faking It Podcast. This is episode 10. Today we're talking about low energy days. And today we have me, Blaze, uh, Steph, Braylon, and Dana. Hi! <laughs> Hello! So I guess we're going to start this off by talking about what we all do when we're having a low energy day. Should we talk about, too, like what is a low energy day? Yeah. yeah. Blaze, a low energy day. Having- a low energy day today yeah that's true i don't know how i explain <laughs> it though but <laughs> for me um low energy uh, and not depression that is hard to explain that is oh i didn't actually think about that low energy day versus depression i don't know how to differentiate those two i just don't want to do anything are we I think one is about depression <laughs> i think my one is my depressed <laughs> i think one is more physical but at the same time it could be depression too for so me so like i don't know <laughs> when Go i'm ahead. depressed i everything feels hard emptying the dishwasher hard brushing my teeth hard taking a shower hard going upstairs because i forgot my switch upstairs hard going to the bathroom hard like that's that's depression for me regular tasks become difficult um but a low energy day for me i feel like for me it's like social is how i notice it the most when i'm having a low energy day i do not have the capacity to be as social that might be like my biggest cue but I, that also happens when i am depressed so God. See, now you have me thinking, is it burnout? Am I depressed? Is it a low energy day? I don't know how to pick between them. Here's I the just thing. Shit. Burnout. <laughs> I think it might for be. causes like, depression. Depressed. Uh, burnout for me, I got burnout in college. I had one semester where I was working like seven shifts a week. I was at a restaurant. I was taking full credits. I was in a sorority and I was running an entrepreneur or a what's the word? I can't think. Internship program where I was in charge of 34 interns. It was intense. Um, I got burnout and that caused me to get depressed. My burnout was just depression for like a solid seven months. It was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, good I'm good now. And now I when I get depressed, it. it's just like hormonal or situational or, you know, something like that. So, oh God. And then that extra layer. See, so it, it's. Sorry, TMI. It's my shark week this week. So it's ah. pretty much like just low energy yeah. all week. And I just kind of take it easy. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, it kind of feels like burnout. It could probably be depression. I don't know. I just – I try to – like I just reason with myself. Like you're going to have high energy days. You're going to get a shit ton done. You're going to do the 12-hour work day and it's not going to feel like a thing. But then you're going to have the low energy days. So just get like the one most important thing on your list at least like started. Make a tiny bit of progress. Like it's it's okay. It's okay if you don't get like a ridiculous amount done today. It's fine. The you workaholic the whole day is just staring. <laughs> she still it's, said, "Get something done on your low energy day." I, I'd be I like, get something "Do nothing. Done. All your responsibilities <laughs> out the window. Oh, Rest see, I and can't relax. Do that. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, you I'm gotta afraid, do what's though. good for you. 
if I don't do something, that means I have to do it the next day. And then it, it gets make to the point where better. I have way too much to do. Doing something can make you feel better too. Like it can it make me you anxiety. feel a little like productivity, dopamine, you know. I don't I don't know how to do nothing. I've tried oh, it and it gives that. me anxiety. Same I, I don't like that. it. <laughs> I'm so I'm too good at doing nothing. I like wanna have in my schedule like a good like two hours a day of doing nothing. Like I like that. If I don't have that, I'm sad. <laughs> doing nothing is still doing something productive for me. It's just like something I kind of want to do. I know hey, it's disgusting. I can't help happy, it. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to not do it. It doesn't make me happy. I'm burned out. <laughs> I just don't know how to not do it. <laughs> That's something that my mom <laughs> has been trying to get better at, or my dad has been trying to help her because, like. Ever since I was a kid, she's just, like, constantly going, going, going. And my dad's always, like, just sit down. <laughs> and do so, what? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever but you so want. Sometimes you need someone to kind of reverse psychology you. Because one day, this was, like, years ago now. But he told my mom, you need to get all these things done while I'm gone. She ended up doing nothing. And that's exactly what he wanted her to do. <laughs> That's great. My husband tried it. He brought me outside. He sat me down in a chair in the sun. He's like, all right, 20 minutes. We're just going to sit here and we're going to do absolutely nothing. I lasted about six. And I was like, I'm bored. I now have anxiety. I'm going to go get my iPad and draw. Or I'm going to go get a book and read. <laughs> hey, that's still doing nothing though. Like in my book, doing nothing is just like not doing anything productive. You're just doing something relaxing. So that's doing nothing, reading a book or drawing. Something kind of like mindless, basically. Yeah. yeah, I just can't do like nothing. I can't just sit there for 20 minutes and just like sit in the sun. I can't do that. But I am just really nice to myself when I'm in those periods. I just try to be really kind um, and remind myself like it's normal. I used to get like so weird and I'd be like, why am I not feeling good? I don't feel good. Like I don't like this. Now when it happens, I'm just like, oh, just a low energy day. That is fine. I'll just take it easy today. Um, do like I'll listen to my body. I'll do what feels good. I might eat comfort food or something like that. But how, how many low energy days do you allow yourself to have before you're like, all right, something's not right. We need to fucking change it. I was something. literally just thinking this because I was like, if it's multiple days in a row that keep ha keeps happening, it's probably not just a low energy day. My psychiatrist always told me like somewhere between like four and seven days. Oh shit. That's and then amazing. I would and then I would make a make a change. And for me that might just be exercising. That is usually what I need to do if I'm not feeling great or even if I'm too low energy and I can't exercise, just getting outside, taking a walk, sit, spending time sitting in the sun kind of like gets me feeling better. Journaling, meditating, I'll do some self-care things. What do you do, Dana? For the first time ever, I was ill where I don't didn't have a migraine, so I played Stardew Valley the whole day. I did nothing but play Stardew Valley, and then I played on stream with Blaze. Uh, well, I wasn't stream, but Blaze was stream the whole day, and it was just really. I haven't just played a game all day for a year at least, if not wow. longer. Isn't it great? It's crazy. The only time I actually play games for the last three months has been on stream on a Saturday and 
I hate it. I want to play games more often. I want to give myself that downtime. So yeah, it was really nice to kind of be like, okay, I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to stream. I'm not going to force myself to study and and make myself miserable or or feel worse. I'm just going to play Study Valley and just not wallow but just have this time where okay I have low energy let's have a low energy day then finally yeah let's give ourselves that I think embracing it is is huge like understanding like look I'm having a low energy day might as well not push myself because it's not going to help me and just allow myself to do something low energy and feel okay about it like understand that your body and your brain or both one or the other is saying I need rest. I am tired. And just allowing yourself to go with the flow with that. I find that it's, I, I feel better if I can like persevere through something. Mm -hmm. But then I I find that if it's like truly a low energy day, like I just cannot get more tired. Yeah. Or that I can't, I just, I can't focus. I like, I start on something and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, how the fuck did I even get on this other page? Like (laughs) related to the project that I was doing. (laughs) So I just like go back through your tabs and you're like, oh God, I was working on something else. (laughs) How I found out I had ADD. I opened up a project that I started on 8am that morning, like five hours later, I'd completely forgotten about it moved on to six other projects and I was like oh this is a problem we need to go to the doctor we need something this cannot happen again oh the ADD is bad on low energy days I just cannot stay focused then again like I don't I you really have me thinking now is it am I depressed is that burnout is it a low energy day is it temporary am I spiraling what is happening I'm just kidding it's not that dramatic I always find that I'm like just like I, I I've had a realization today that I do have low energy and then I find that I, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling more depressed recently. Like I think my depression's getting a bit worse. Oh, it's just come out of nowhere, but it hasn't. I've had this low mood for like two weeks or whatever. And then, and then I have a realization what it is. So yeah, I, I know recently I haven't been exercising because um, I haven't been well. And I think that hasn't been helping for, for me personally. Um, I, I do find when my routine kind of like, if I don't get a chance to do everything in my routines, that I do find I get low energy quicker um, if I'm not taking care of news or, or shades. Yeah. Yeah. After discovering she snaps, like anytime I feel even like a tiny bit off, I'm like, all right, go through your shades. Did you sleep last night? How's your diet? Have you had any water today, Steph? Is that why you feel this way? Go get some water. What are you doing? Like, been a lot more strict with myself about it. Diet and exercise are still my two biggest struggles. I am a binge eater now, like especially with my aligners because I have to take them out to eat. So then I end up eating everything that I wanted to eat throughout the day in that two-hour time frame and then put my aligners back in. I'm like, I don't feel so good. I should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I changed to um, calorie counting, which I, I wouldn't recommend for everybody. But for me, I find that I binge eat less because I can see what I'm eating. Whereas I don't know, like when it gets to the evening, I kind of forget everything I've eaten during the 
day and I think, oh, it's all right. I'll just eat like a packet of crisps. But actually I've eaten two packets of crisps during the day at work and like just it becomes like a cycle. So now it's nice to kind of see and go, oh, okay. Um, Maybe I'll just have like a quick chocolate bar or or drink some more water because actually I'm not hungry. I'm actually thirsty and I think I'm hungry. I am literally the exact opposite when it comes to calorie counting. So I'm glad that you mentioned it's not for everyone. Yeah. Because I I end up binge eating way more than I would otherwise. I'm the same as Dana. It helps me just to have a visual and to like know what I've eaten during the day. Because like sometimes I'll look and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't eaten anything today. Like, and I need to get some more calories in. Or like, oh "Oh, no, I have eaten a lot of snacks today. Like Dana said, I guess I'm drinking water. (laughs) So do you write down everything that you eat, Dana? I have an app. So I get it also scans barcodes, which makes it really nice. Yeah. And also at work, I have the same lunch every single day. So I can copy from the day before. So I don't have to like spend ages doing it. And I find like, I thought it was going to make my relationship with food. That's not the best at like, and it hasn't been for years worse, but it's actually somehow weirdly made it like better. Like, I think it's helpful to just understand like, what is in food and like how many calories you are consuming because that's what it helped me with just to like if you've never calorie counted before um you don't really have an understanding of like how much calories are in things and sometimes that alone can make you like feel bad because you might be consuming way less or way more than you need to and for me it like just helped me now I know like I counted calories for a really long time unhealthily probably my mom like introduced this to me in high school bad mom don't do that um (laughs) but I think it's because I wasn't eating enough and I wanted to eat more I don't remember but so I've done it for probably like 10 or 15 years so now I just know how many calories things are so I like I can better understand what I'm eating through the day because I know like how much I'm getting I guess it's been really helpful for me I screwed myself when I started calorie counting because I ended up going for lower calorie foods but didn't take into consideration that I was picking out higher carbs, higher sugars, higher sodium foods. So like a pack of ramen noodles is low calorie, but like the sodium intake on that bad boy is obscene. So I didn't understand like why I was retaining a ridiculous amount of water, but like my diet basically consisted of like beef jerky and ramen. (laughs) The nice thing is these apps now, they show you the breakdown of everything. So especially if you scan the barcodes, which is so nice if you're like me and you eat like a lot of frozen foods or a lot of prepackaged foods, they all have barcodes and you just scan it and it inputs all of the information and it grabs, it'll tell you like your sodium goal for the day, your sugar goal for the day, like so that you can really kind of see like, oh, I'm eating way more carbs or like, oh, I need to get more protein. Also, I need to, I I need to get like, that app. If you go for low calorie snacks, they don't tend to fill you up. You end up consuming yeah, more they calories don't. because they don't mm-hmm. fill you up as much than if you've just gone for like something that has, you know, a few more calories but will fill you up and make you feel like happy and, and stuff. It's quite interesting in the UK. Um, I don't know if it's a law. I think it might be. They've just passed where you have to, like restaurants have to show you the calories in every oh, yeah. like, There's some meal. states that have that on yeah. menus but not in Arizona. California does. It's super cool. It's For me, I think it's really helpful because now I'm like, oh, I can see. And for me, I find when I go out to restaurants, I end up eating way too much and feeling really rough like the next day. So it's nice to know for me, like personally, that like, oh, okay, I'm eating this much. That's nice to know. 
I might save half of that for tomorrow so that I can still enjoy my food and have pudding after, but not feel myself full to the point where I'm feeling weak and, and ill. But I can yeah. understand why for other people it's not such a good idea. Yeah. I've been doing like meal replacements lately, which has been super helpful. Those are like, really smoothies. helpful. Especially um, when you're struggling with like depression or anything like that. Like even like just buying the bottled ones. No, you know, so you can make sure that you're eating. I I think I'm the kind of person though that needs to chew in order to feel like full and fulfilled. Because like I'll have a whole smoothie and it's like I want something to eat. I'm I'm hungry on liquids. I wish I could. (laughs) I used to be able to, but I have a. It's like I really like chips. Like I really, really, really like chips, and it's like the texture of them. It's the crunch. It's the the gratification of like eating such a small amount of food over and over. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's 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 not healthy. I know it's not healthy, but I you can get like if you go to like health food stores, they have like really good options for crunchy chip like things that are not you know as bad as like Doritos and stuff like popcorn or like rice crisps or they have like all kinds of stuff. We recently discovered sweet potato chips. Oh, yeah, those are good. we compared them to, like, Ruffles or, like, Lay's or something. They are way, way fucking better. better for you, and they taste phenomenal. Nice. And it's, like, I've been doing, like, pitos and, like, they have, like, lentil-based crisp stuff, and those are okay. I can't eat as many of them because they're kind of gross after a while, which is probably a good thing. But at least I'm not, like, stuffing my face of, like, an entire bag of chips. That's the other thing. Like, I am so bad with portion control. I match my plates to my my six foot two hundred pound husband. Like, I'm gonna gain weight. <laughs> Stop eating that much food. I asked him the other day, "Can we get smaller plates? Can I just like have a smaller? Like, a you smaller you use plate. a big plate. That's what I'll I do. Use small plates. Yeah, I never use a small big plate. plates. They don't need. That I much just food. changed to getting like individual packets of crisps now. Um, so that instead of having a massive thing, I can just easily grab one small bag, eat that bag, feel happy because I've eaten some crisps, but not also feel like I have to finish the whole bag. Oh yeah. So yeah. And don't keep it in front of you. If you do use like a big bag, cause it's like more economically friendly, yeah. split it into little baggies and then, or just like take a small amount in a bowl and take it away from the bag. Mm. I put it in bowls. No more pulling bags out and bringing them to the couch and watching TV. Like we stopped doing that months Unless ago. Unless you're having so a low happy. energy day and it's going to make you feel good. Then go ahead and eat yeah. the whole bag of chips. I, I, I mean, One I don't, I don't I'm gonna sorry. You. If there's anyone out there where you eat a whole bag of chips and you feel good afterward, go ahead and chime in because I don't think you <laughs> exist. Like physically, <laughs> physically, yeah. no. But it might make you feel good mentally, maybe. Mentally. <laughs> I feel like crisps make a lot of people feel better. Like when I'm having a low yeah. day and I just grab a bag of crisps and I eat it and I just, I'm just like, do you know what? This, this was a good amount of food to eat and I feel a little bit happier and it didn't take me too much energy to make or do or, I mean, small snacks are good for low energy, you know, yeah. where there's not too much preparation. Also, so I love that. Good. I love that. Like. Do you guys pick foods out when you have low energy days? Do you have a go-to snack for it? Yeah, um, I like to get treats. Like I'll get myself Starbucks or like walk and get like a Coca-Cola or something like that. Just like as a little, I've always been somebody that like treats make me feel really good. Like it's so exciting. Even if it's like something small, like I think it's because my parents when I was younger, like would just take us to get treats sometimes and it, it's just something that like I still do for myself so that I'll be like oh I'm gonna get Starbucks and then I'm like Ugh, on my low energy day it just like fills me with joy so 
I'm so grateful for leftovers on like my energy days. Like you're it, that's what I'm saying. It's like a treat. You're like, day, like, yeah. It's nice. Instead of being like, ugh, a low energy day, you should be doing better. You're like, hey, low energy day. It's okay. Let's go get a treat. You're struggling. Have this nice thing. It's like what a parent would do for you, right? If you had a kid and they like yeah. came home from school and they were like, I had the worst day today and they're like crying, you'd be like, do you want to go get some ice cream? And they'd be like, yeah, I do. You know, you just got to do that for yourself. You're, you're re- we're all reparenting ourselves. So take yourself yes. to get a treat. You're not feeling That reverse well. psychology. Go to the dentist, get a lollipop. It's yeah, perfect. no, totally. Do that as an adult. Things Wake up are and hard. start looking forward to your low energy day. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, the smallest things like that can help so much. I started making like a nice coffee when I get to work in the morning and like I have stuff at work that I don't have at home. So it's not like I can replicate this at home. And I literally wake up in the morning and I'm like, mm, I get to go to work and have coffee. Like it's so dumb. Our little brains are so dumb. And previously I'd be like, uh, work. Now I'm like, mm, the second I wake up, I'm like coffee. Like <laughs> it's so silly, but it works. I'm like that on my Thursdays. My job caters lunch on Thursdays. And oh, sometimes they hype. do like tacos or yes. I think like they did like some wings and they always pick like really good food because they have to feed like 50 people and yeah. I, I just Thursdays are the best days to go into work yeah that's so nice <laughs> that was the great the thing about my boss being in town is because he took us out for lunch and for dinner every single day and we charged it under team building <laughs> oh, so we got to have amazing meals like every single day I love that. Does the boss come back into town? Is it on um, the calendar yet? Sadly, like, not for another four to six months. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's that's fine. That'll fly. That'll fly in no time. <laughs> Seriously, have you guys started your Christmas shopping? Because we should we should probably get on that right about now. Like, yeah. they're about to put out the Halloween <laughs> decorations. <laughs> I literally start my Christmas shopping after uh, Christmas, like in the January sales, Boxing Day sales. Um, so I can get some good deals. Although I forget about people's birthdays, so then I use those presents for people's birthdays. Cause... Yeah, sometimes that happens, <laughs> for sure, unfortunately. Uh, I, going back to the original question, though, about like how I knew it was a, like a low-energy day, it was one, I mean, just kind of like feeling tired, I guess. And just going all the way back to the like very beginning... <laughs> Well, I mean, we jump around all know, the time in the first that. place, so it's like <laughs> so amazing. I mean, we can preface that most of us have ADHD here, and like obviously, I'm on the yeah. way to here, so it's not unusual. <laughs> it's really not. I just love. I'm that. just proud of you for remembering okay, the first go ahead, question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't remember what I was saying. How do you know it's a low energy day? You're tired. Yeah, tired. Overall, tired. Mine is mostly physical. It's not really like my mood per se it's more of like my general physical being <laughs> just like that do not sense. want yeah i just much don't energy want to move. do anything yeah i don't want to move yeah i i feel yeah. the same when i have a low mood i can't be bothered to do anything like if i need to fill up my water bottle i'm just like well i guess i'll just be thirsty because i can't be bothered to do <laughs> Um, I can't be bothered to pick anything on Netflix, even though I could literally just watch Stranger Things like on repeat for the rest of my life. I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna stare at Netflix and then go on 
TikTok the whole time. Um, the only thing that really weeps, like gets me out of my like frozen on TikTok, not giving myself any water or food is my cat meowing at me for like the 10th time to finally feed her. Um, other than that, I could probably just not move for the whole low energy day because I just can't be bothered. Like existing is just too much on a low energy day. Like just oh, so great God. for like responsibility. I feel that existing is fucking exhausting you know how sick i am of eating to live i'm tired of it can we not like how do we not have the technology where i can take a singular tablet in the morning and just be like satiated all day i'm I'm sick of it and it's all your nutrients for the whole day i'll take an iv in the morning i don't give a shit i'm so sick of eating to survive and it impacts my (laughs) mood so drastically like i'll come home and it's like i am starving leave me the fuck alone i am in a horrible mood my husband's like did you eat anything today and i'm like i get so hangry and it's like i feel so bad for i've witnessed that (laughs) i've witnessed that You can tell sometimes on the end of your stream that you're like, I'm ready to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. Say so yesterday, I was like. <laughs> I think it's really important too to like not label your low energy days as being a bad thing also. Like don't be like, oh, this is bad. Like no emotions are bad. They're all built to serve a purpose and same thing with a low energy day. It is there for a purpose. It is, you cannot have your high good energy days without your low energy days. I sometimes think of like my days where I'm like, this was a 10 out of 10 day, like best day. I like borrowed energy from another day. So then in order to have those days where I'm at a 10 or let's say it's like a 15 out of 10, I have to have a day where I'm a lot lower than that. It like, it all balances out. So it's not bad. It's an inevitable thing. And labeling it as bad, it's only going to hurt you, make you feel worse. I love that. I try to up my self-care on those days. So like to Dana's point where she's like, you know, I don't have water. I guess I'll just be thirsty. I'll reason (laughs) with myself. And it's like, Steph, listen, I know you don't want to, but if you go and get water now and you drink some, in an hour, you're going to feel better. That's your reparenting. That's your inner parent. It's doing its job. You can have a massive bottle of water for when you can't be bothered to to fill up your normal size water bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a freak. I got like those giant 32 ounce Yetis. Like I saw earlier in the Discord, someone's like my emotional support Yeti. I'm like, oh my God, I have one too. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's a water bottle, but yeah, it's always with me. I just need to figure out how to scrub the branding off of it because it's from my old company. Put a sticker on it. I I am not that kind of person. Oh, I am not a sticker on a water bottle person. It gives me too much anxiety. I I store them in a box and I put them on magnet sheets and then I cut them out so I can put them anywhere. I have never been a a sticker. (gasps) Because like, what if you want to put that sticker somewhere else and then you stuck it to that one fucking thing and now you don't have that fucking thing anymore. I can't do it. You know how many stickers I have that I haven't used because of that same reason? Oh, my Magnet sheets. Magnets. Make magnets. They can go on your fridge. You can give them as gifts. You can put them anywhere you want in your house with another other magnet sheet, like magnets with stickers. I have the it cutest Animal Crossing that. stickers and I haven't put them anywhere because I'm scared. I have three whole boxes of cannabis and miscellaneous stickers that I've collected over the last five years. Oh and my gosh, I, that's a lot. I don't know what to do with them. I don't know what to do. I always wanted to do like a collage and I just didn't. And oh, I well, and like just know. put it in like a frame on your wall and like um, oh that'd be amazing. 
I, I, I split actually. them out. I did like all my stickers from Illinois and then I have all my stickers from here from Arizona. So that, that was like one of the things. Maybe I'll do a canvas. I got to I got to go through them. God, I have so many stickers. I love stickers. I just don't put them anywhere. The people at my dispensary, they put them on their tip jars. And one of them has like a Bob Ross one that's like happy little dabs. And then it's, it's, I'm obsessed. I love sticker designs. I want to make more. Maybe that's what I'll niche down into. I'll just become a sticker designer who never makes stickers. And who never uses any stickers anywhere. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't smoke your own supply. <laughs> you don't very, stick your own stickers. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, no, but for real, like self, 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 up your self care when you're having a low energy day, and maybe your low energy will dissipate just a little bit. But like, check through your news, check through your shades, make sure you're taking care of yourself, and then maybe you can pinpoint why you're having such a shit day. Also, be mindful of the the voice. Not in your a shit head. day. Just a low energy You're day. Right. A low energy day. You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> but like if you're having a low energy day and you're trying to do self-care and your your voice in your head is just saying like you're a piece of shit, you need to get more stuff done. Like, oh my God, why haven't you done this? Oh my God, we got this to do. Ah, why are you just sitting there? Why aren't you doing anything? Then you're not going to have a low energy. Well, you're going to have a low energy day, but you're not going to have actually like just recuperated. Or, you're not going to get the rest you need. Yes, yeah. you're not getting any rest. You're still stressing yourself out. You need to be kind to yourself. That's the thing that I've been trying to do when I have low energy is just be like, okay, well, we needed this, you know, and that's okay. And it's okay to just stop sometimes and take take a minute or, you know, let's just watch a film then today. And And if we don't get anything done, then we don't get anything done. I think it's just so important to listen to your body. Yes. I think that's 100%. really what it comes down to. And how I used to be really bad at listening to my body, and I feel like now I'm really good, but I couldn't tell you how I worked on that. Like, I don't know how I was able to get from being like, I have no idea what my body is telling me to like really fine tuning in and knowing exactly what I need like all the time. I think the best way I could kind of, because I'm actually currently starting that, is to listen to the ones that you do have so far like so when I'm tired I used to just kind of be like nope we'll, we'll like to be fair the last two days I've been like that but I've been really enjoying myself but I don't do it very often anymore but when I'm tired now I'm like okay I'm tired I need to start getting ready for bed I need to like go to bed whereas before I used to just ignore it and be like no we still need to do more stuff let's stay up until midnight getting this assignment done um so now I'm kind of listening to that I'm like okay I'm tired I'm gonna go to bed or okay I'm thirsty I'm gonna drink some more water or um I'm gonna eat because I'm hungry you know I used to wait until half exactly. one quarter to two to have my lunch because I used to think oh well when I come back there won't be much time left of work but I would be so hungry and my stomach would be growling at me the whole time so now I have lunch at 12 o'clock because I think well I'm hungry now so I might as well go now that probably is exactly what you need to do I feel like that you're exactly right like Think about the cues that your body gives you that you already understand and focus on listening to them. That is genius. I feel like you, like eventually I will also pick up on other cues that my yeah, body is no, you're right. Like, I think you will. Because then I feel like I'm becoming more in tune with myself slowly mm -hmm. as well. 
it's the same thing they say if you want to like work on your intuition focus on listening and leaning into the intuition that you're already feeling when you have it I've been fortunate I've always kind of listened to my gut even from a child like I've or if I get a bad feeling about something I I really do act on that or I will avoid doing the thing or I will tell like I used to tell my mom if I if I had a bad feeling about a grown-up or something um and I would tend to be right on that yeah Um, yeah neurodivergent people are usually have stronger intuitions also I think going back to what she said about her being a kid kids kids are very good at noticing stuff like that they're fast with it (laughs) I feel like I haven't lost that because when we're in um, like chats, I'm like, mm, I have a bad feeling about this person. Watch them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I had this happen earlier in the week, and you know, Dana, you and I talked about it. And it's so important to listen to that because, and and say something because, like I said or you said, and then the other one of us was like, yes, that yes, I I didn't even want to say something but like yes I'm so glad someone else also thinks the same thing and I feel like that's a good thing if you want to learn about your intuition more is to kind of say some stuff instead of keeping it inside because you'll get validated more that way but yeah same same goes for listening to your body I found too I've I used to overeat a lot and I still do it sometimes to the point where I'd be like in pain like physically in pain like I always used to finish all my meals and within like the last six months, I've really, really, really worked in practice on just like the second that I feel full, I'm like, okay, like one to two more bites. Like, and I think that has helped a lot too. It's just like you're learning your body's cues more and better. And it's, yeah, it's just like yeah. you got to practice. In the same I'm way. The only food I can't do that with is sushi. I cannot force You'll myself to eat sushi. I can't do it. Like if I feel even like a tiny bit like I'm full on sushi, I have to stop eating because the next sushi roll I put in my mouth, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> I every other food sushi. I'm not like that with. Sushi's the only food that I I, I just can't. It does that to me too. Or sweets. I can't force myself with sweets. Yeah, I'm not oh, a sweets person really. Whole bag Everything of chips though. crisps instantly. I think I'm slipping into a low energy day. I know I have to clean after this, and I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't wanna. I need to do it though. I need to organize my house. It's I a do fine feel... line. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I do feel like I've had low energy for the last two weeks, and I do feel like I know we've already said about it, but news or, or shades, like making sure you're eating, making sure you're still like not even like full-on exercise just moving your body in some way like making sure you're still like going to sleep at a reasonable time because a lot of people have like the revenge bedtime procrastination where if you don't do anything during the day you end up forcing yourself to stay up late to try and get something done and that is just gonna make it worse (laughs) like you really do need to focus on like getting your basic basic like needs and everything else can be like extra on a low energy day but as long as you've got your basic needs it's okay it's like when I'm feeling depressed I don't or I'm ill I don't care what I eat as long as I've eaten something I was just gonna say there's a fine line between like knowing when to push yourself and knowing when to be kind to yourself and like show yourself grace and sometimes that is really hard to figure out so (laughs) 
through everything. I always say it's better to err on the caution of being too nice to yourself than being too hard on yourself. So through all of this in this whole episode, we're kind of talking about hard stuff. At the core, you always got to be kind to yourself. Show forgiveness. And like the thoughts that we have majority of the time are subconscious. Like almost all of our thoughts are just subconscious, right? So if you have a thought about yourself that's negative, clap back at it. You know, be like, wait a second, that's not true. Like I'm not lazy. Like I shouldn't think that way about myself. And the more you practice that, the more you stand up to your inner voice um, that's rude, the more it goes away. The more the subconscious, you can train your subconscious to not spam you with those thoughts. And then even when it does, you don't care as much because you know that it's not the truth. It takes practice, but it's something that can change your life in a million different ways in in, such a positive way. It's a good routine to get into. Like people, like uh, people think that, like, uh, so they see other people taking care of themselves and they're like, oh, you know, they have it together. It seems really easy for them. It is not fucking easy to take care of yourself. Checking in with your news, checking in with your shades, it is a work in progress at all times. I don't believe that there's a person out there that has like the perfect self care routine and everything else in life is going wonderfully. You're going to drop the ball on like one of those notes or the other, and that's okay we're human but then you know you might have a mood shift because your routine changed just got to recognize it and tweak it back I think as well a lot of people don't see the struggle they just kind of see when you're like in a good way or if you're like giving advice obviously you're only going to say the the good advice you're not going to say oh I feel like a piece of shit today you know that's not going to help someone so you you wouldn't say it you would just say like oh I find this helps me or that helps me and so people don't always see the struggle and they just think, oh, so they, all these things help them. So they must be fine. Like there must be like, you know, easy for them. And the thing is like, not everybody is not going to be fine every single day of their lives. Like there's like moods are such a roller coaster. You can feel so many different moods in one day. So like in a year, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days. You're going to have low energy days, high energy days, whatever kind of days. And like, everybody has them you're not going to be the only person with a low energy day or a day where you're not feeling so great you're not alone in it um and if you think that no one else has those days or no one else is struggling it's not true people only post the good stuff on the internet and most people get annoyed when people post the bad stuff on the internet so there's literally no winning yeah. That's why you should always just do what makes you happy. People are going to judge you and not like you and get mad at you no matter what you do. So you might as well just do what you want. My only exception to that is doing, <laughs> I always say I don't do things I don't want to do. But my exception to that is if somebody that I'm very close to has asked me to do something, then I may do it even though I don't want to. But other than that, I follow my heart's desire every day. I just do what feels good and what feels right, what makes me happy. I got called selfish the other day. Good. Um, (laughs) Literally yesterday, I got called selfish. And I was like, and what about what I've done do you perceive as selfish? Um, Because I was interested to see what they thought was selfish. And it was just literally me setting a boundary. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Yep. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. You can call me selfish. That's fine. I'm okay with that. (laughs) 
The only people who will get upset with you setting boundaries are the ones who were crossing that boundary. Exactly. So yeah. if someone gets upset at a boundary, it is a it is a good thing that you set that boundary because they were abusing, they were taking advantage of you, abusing the fact that you didn't have a boundary in place. Also, we've said this before, but <laughs> exactly. I mean, you have to. Exactly. No, no one else is, is going to put you first. Yeah. No you have yeah, to do it yourself. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> People are selfish and will think about themselves. So, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing either. No. No. We, we're you all have selfish to be. and we should be because no one else will be selfish for you. And if someone does, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody puts you above themselves, run. Imagine feeling entitled to someone like I just I just can't I can't with people I can't so I sit in my house by myself rather just hang out in discord with people so much it's just so much easier. <laughs> can't. That's the thing though when you're having a low energy day it's okay to be selfish to put yourself first if you are having a low energy day you don't need to feel like you have to do everything for everybody else and then leave yourself with no, no energy left for yourself like put yourself first if you've got a sliver of ang um, energy use that energy to to get yourself some food or some water or something don't use up all the energy or the resources that you have for other people because when you don't have any left, no one else is going to turn around and give that to you. I feel Do like that something goes for any day. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. If I wasn't selfish, I would not be as successful as I am right now. I put myself first in that sense, and that's the only reason why I've done what I've done. If I worried about everybody else, I'd still be doing the same bullshit I was doing 10 years ago. The thing is, to me like you guys all put yourselves first right and like I'm starting to do that I don't see that as selfish I see that as something that is a necessity and something that you should like everyone should be doing like I know we say selfish because like we're putting ourselves first but like I feel like the negativity towards selfishness is mm -hmm. so stupid like Selfish is not a negative thing. Selfish is worrying about you first before you help other people. They direct you on airplanes. Put your mask on first before you help other people. Oh, you selfish asshole. Yeah, bitch, I'm going to die unless I do that. You're also <laughs> going to die unless I do that. I feel like it's from an empty cup either. I feel like it's only selfish if you have an abundance of something and you're not sharing it. So, like, if you had an abundance of food and, you, like, you saw somebody hungry and you didn't share it, like, you had more than you need, that is selfish. But if you don't have any food, you know, or you have a very small amount of food or just enough to feed you and you see someone without food and you don't give them any, I don't think that's selfish because you have to look out for yourself. And that it is goes such say, a like, good way of playing it. Like, Definitely. it's your energy. If you don't have any energy, don't go giving it out, even if somebody needs it. You have to focus on yourself first. But if you have an abundance of it, go ahead and share it. Give it away. Help people. Maybe if you absolutely had to help, find someone with way more energy than the both of you, and then they can give their energy to that person. <laughs> Resource sharing. What do you do if you say you're having a low energy day, 
but you have like a full day of meetings or like a big assignment due or a test oh gosh that happens <laughs> quite a bit though like um, how do you take care of yourself or like how I do you get through that day I, I completely check out and I just get it done I just yeah I float through it my notes might suck that day, though. Uh, it is what it is. No one else offered to take notes, so you get what you get. <laughs> I just, I do the bare minimum is what I do. Yeah. Of what needs to be done. Yep. yep. I get enough I have... done to where I keep my job. <laughs> I remind myself progress over perfection so that I can actually start something because my biggest thing is I am a perfectionist and if it's not perfect, then, like, I don't want to do it, like, but actually just writing something down, you can make it better like another day. So if you're having like a low energy day and you've got to get through it, as long as you've written something down, you in the future can come back to it and go, okay, we just need to tweak this. We need to add a bit here. We need to... Whereas if you do nothing and you come back to it, then you're like, oh shit, I've got to do the whole thing instead of just yeah. building up on what's already there. I find snacks. Snacks are, I shouldn't use food to reward myself, but I do. I think and that's it works. fine. Yeah, so, if it works. Yeah. And also I try and make sure I've got more than one drink near me mm -hmm. or if I'm at work, I try and make sure that like, um, I'll say to my friend, oh, do you want me to get you a, another drink? And I'll go and get like, fill up my water at the same time. Like, so I'm forcing myself to, to go get some more water because if I'm not hydrated, then I'm just going to feel even more crappy. I, Dana, the taking notes thing on things that you have to do in the future that you just don't have the energy for now is like. A, that is a true life hack like I have giant memos that I have to write for work that breaks down like events and in-store activations and things that are going on and it's a very daunting task and I end up just having like a little section in my notes where it's like you need to make sure you put this in the memo this needs to go in the memo this needs to go in the memo and then when it comes time to write the memo I have all of my topics I just need to organize them it is a lifesaver doing that I do that with a lot of tasks just take notes on what needs to go in it and then when it's time for you to do the task and you have enough information you pretty much already did it you just got to put it together my yeah. biggest tip for living with ADHD is the second that you think of something, write it down, write it down, put it in your calendar, send the email. I love that I have my phone because I remember tasks that I need to do at weird times and I just do them. Boop, done. It, or I'll just write it down for a later time. Like your brains cannot remember anything for you. They're not helpful. Stop lying to yourself. You will not remember that thing later. You will not. Even if you say, I'm going to remember this later, you're not going to fucking remember that later. You're going to uh -uh. remember saying that and you're not going to remember what you were supposed to remember. Yep. I have You'll be like, I was supposed weird. to remember something. Not I literally write, if I put down something that I want to remember in my notes page on my phone, I will remember it without looking at my notes page. <laughs> if I don't put it in my notes page, I will forget it. Like, there's, there's no way I will remember it. But if it's in the notes page, I will remember without looking and at it. Even if you do forget, it's there. Yeah. I don't know how it, that's a, how it works. That's a real thing. It down. That's a real thing for brains. If you write it down, you're more likely to remember it because it's like your brain went through a process for remembering the thing. I don't know. I don't know all the science, the exact science behind it, but that is like an actual thing to help your cognitive memory is to write shit down. Yeah. So like drawing, it definitely helps. practicing the muscle memory, it's all tied to your brain. Like it's same in thing with college, like smells and stuff. I would just write so in my notes. Like I would write what I needed to know for the test and I would write it out like three times and then I'd be like, boop, got it. 
I was that person who could never take my notes on my computer. I had to write oh, them Oh, yeah, out. I had to write them down, too. I used pen and paper all through college. People mm-hmm. were like, what's wrong with Same. you? Same. I did, too. I'm like, I need the <laughs> physical aspect. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I am I am definitely the kind of person where I have to physically write it down. However, I am also the kind of person that needs, needs, needs a search function. Do you have my the iPad? Worlds? Yeah. My iPad has been a fucking lifesaver. I can I write do the both. things down. That's similar it to writing it down. You're still writing yeah. it. I write yeah. it down. It converts it to the text that's searchable and I have like search function. It breaks yeah. it down by that's day. Nice. I've got categories, different notebooks. It's only one like piece of thing instead of like multiple notebooks. I Yeah. The iPad was a fucking life changer. I just have a little moleskin, like a little tiny one that I keep in my purse at all times. And then I have notebooks at both of my desks. So if when I think of things, I just write down. <laughs> it's not organized, but I don't have that many things to write down. So you probably have a lot more than me. <laughs> I oh, find I, I would die if I didn't have my organization structure. Like I would not. I'd fail. I'd fail so hard at this job. There's so much going on. I find post-it notes are amazing. Like I've got uh, big ones that are lined. I've got small little ones. I have always have post-it notes at work. Like I have colored ones, everything, pink, green, whatever color I want. I could color code them if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. I have to-do lists on the Discord. I have my whiteboard that I write things down on and my yes. phone and I just it depends what mood I'm in to what I want to write on so it's nice to have like the options Options. and it's just it's nice to know like oh I need to look at the whiteboard so I can rub things out that makes me feel happy to know yeah I I just like being able to rub out tasks and be like this is done now (laughs) or like crossing it out or or type like taking it off my phone or ticking it or whatever I just really enjoy that I think it's important to find like what works for you and what's fun whatever yeah. format that is for remembering things so i switch so, between my ipad a physical like notebook and my computer all three of them i use <laughs> oh yeah i've got notes on my computer dana the the one thing the one small unsolicited advice right so you like to cross things off keep a small section at the bottom of a notebook for what you accomplished that day as you're crossing them off because then sometimes at the end of the day you're like I don't feel accomplished and I didn't get anything done you can literally look at the list of things that you did because like you cross them off because they're off your to-do list now and then at the end of the day you don't remember what you did I get caught all the time I'll tell my boss like yeah I was super busy today really productive he's like oh yeah what'd you work on total blank no idea (laughs) but I know I was busy I was doing stuff I promise I wasn't just sticking around (laughs) What did you do? Oh, stuff, you know? Don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've I've gotten really good. I've got like my notepad for my notes on my computer. I've got the iPad. My only physical piece of paper that I keep on my desk is a sticky notepad that I write down my current task and then that bad boy goes on the computer screen because I forget what I'm doing all the time. I have to only work at one work on one thing at a time with my job like I can't work on multiple different things at once so I'm kind of forced to focus on one thing I wish for me I'm like working within like web browsers and stuff so if I like change tabs and then I just like forget that tab that I was working on the thing even like exists I'll be like oh yeah I forgot I was like scheduling Instagram posts like 20 minutes later I'll go back to that (laughs) I I have to work 
every time I work, I have to work with like five different tabs open to get one thing done. Ugh. And I cannot tell you how many times I switch between them oh. and I'm like, wait, which screen am I on? <laughs> three screens is my new comfort. I gotta have at least three now. Plus the iPad. It's really bad. <laughs> I find I can only do one thing at a time when I'm first learning, like, because I've changed, um, well, not changed, I've added a new department to what I do. So um, when I'm learning that, they're like saying, oh, we need to do this. And then something else comes in. And I'm like, no, no, no. If I'm learning this, I have to learn start to finish all in one go. Otherwise, if you suddenly chop and change in the middle of it, I'm going to forget what I'm doing. I have to take screenshots of everything so I can print it out and highlight what, what, button I need to press and how I need to do it so I remember like after a week off work what I'm supposed to do but now there's things that I know how to do that I can do multiple things at once and I can chop and change and it's fine it's just in that initial learning stage that I need to do it one at a time I very badly wish I could monotask I am physically incapable <laughs> I get bored I get bored with the one task so I work on two, and then I get bored with the first one. I switch to the second. I literally just do two things at once. It's making my brain dumb. I, I do don't that have my study streams. Like, I literally yeah. I'll have my textbook to read, and I'll have the um, the study week for the online activities and stuff. And when I get bored of reading, I'll do an online activity. When I get bored of the online activities, I go back to there reading. There needs to be and... a name for that, because that sounds like how every ADHD person should be working. And it is very smart, actually, because you just pop around to whatever is going to give you dopamine in that moment. And that's going to keep you working longer and getting more done. Like, we need to come up with a name for this, like task it's... switching or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's my entire stream, like, my that's entire eight-hour so stream. Smart. Yeah, it's three or four projects that I'm working on at the same time. And it's like, sorry, guys, you just have to get used to me getting bored of this. Just like yeah. randomly all of a sudden. I'm like, all right, we're going to go do this now. <laughs> it's like a good way to keep the momentum going when you do get that, which is hard to get as a neurodivergent person. And once you get it, you're like, I don't want to lose it. So being able to have seven things that you can just be like, well, I'll do this now or two or whatever. Very smart. As long as you're feeling motivated. It works. It works. I out think I hyper focus almost. Oh yeah. Like I have to do it one at a time, not switch between multiple at a time. Now with work, I literally have to do one at a time. I can't switch. I don't have that option. <laughs> if I did, nothing would ever get done. But tapping into the hyper focus is smart because that will just keep you going and going and going until you're done. Mm -hmm. I you're like, need to learn how to tap into that. Because I really like psychology and talk about mental health, hence podcast. And I'm doing psychology uh, as my degree. And I just find myself, like, getting bored of it. And I'm like, this is something we're really interested in. Let's just, like, get on it. I think that's cool, though. Because, like, I found my subject very interesting. But doing stuff for school, the most boring thing ever. <laughs> Gotta, you gotta turn it into a game. I, I've done that with so many things. Like I've downloaded so many apps to like gamify my life to make things more interesting. Like, hey, if you do this task, you get to claim thirty XP, and it's completely, it, it's it's all bullshit. But I don't know, it's something. <laughs> I forget to go into them or do the tasks, and then I just delete the app. Same. Whatever, whatever works for you, I think is just important. Like trial and error until you find things that really function for you. 
because we're all so different. I love that. I love that about this this group of people. We are all so different. Lots of similarities in some ways. But so different. We have a lot of the same interests. Yeah. But we are very different humans. And we even have some of the same diagnosis. And we're still all very different humans. I feel like we're different, but also, like, compared to other people in the world, you guys are, like, so... um, familiar to me like I don't find myself being like stressed to talk to you like like we were saying earlier we could literally be in a a, a voice chat and not talk and just do our own thing and I just find kind of I'm comfortable with you guys if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like it's it's very just easy and and nice and I find you're all similar in that way that like I know that everything you say comes from a place of love and that you guys are just kind of chill like you're not gonna start drama you're you're happy to openly communicate and adapt to people's needs and but also tell other people what your needs are you know like it's it's very um helpful for me I think that's the key to having solid relationships is like communicating clearly because you don't have to worry if something if we're mad about something or if something is going on because you know that we'll talk to you and we've already set that precedent. So it's like you can just chill and be normal and know that if any of us have an issue or a problem or a concern or anything, like we're going to talk about it. And I feel like that puts such a weight off your shoulders because you don't have to be like, are they mad at me? Um, are they like, do they not like me? Like, why are they not talking to me? Like, whatever. You just know that like if something was going on, they'd talk to me. Yeah. I think that releases a lot of pressure. And it's nice because I feel, like, I feel yeah. like I can disagree with you guys as yeah, well. Yeah, that like, too. And it's nice to know that I can disagree and you're not going to like give me the silent treatment or get annoyed with me. Yeah. Like, it's just okay to have different pers- perspectives and things. And also we can learn from each other. I might change my perspective or I might keep the same one, but also be a bit more open-minded, you know? Yeah, I think it's really nice. I feel like growing up, my relationship with female friends would be infinitely different if we had just adopted the same communication styles that are the norm now, mm-hmm. which is like, it's it's a very new experience for me. And I find it sometimes a little bit annoying, the level of communication that I have to do to like get my point across. But at the same time, like, that's what's necessary. That's what fucking clear communication is. I'm annoyed by it because it's additional effort that I just don't want to do at the time but in doing it it strengthens the relationship you've set that boundary you've set that precedent you know what the expectation is and we can all move on with our lives practice practice will make perfect i do find i don't have to over explain myself with you guys like when i talk to other people i'll give like too much information and i'll like repeat myself or talk back and stuff because i'm so worried about being misinterpreted or someone getting the wrong end of the stick that i over explain myself and instead of being like a small little like sentence it's like a whole chunk of like a paragraph that i'm saying so that people try and understand me and they end up not understanding me probably because there's too many words on the page but with you guys i just kind of say stuff and you guys get what i mean and it's just like really easy my brain doesn't have to think too hard or I can just say what I want to say without like it being a bad thing I can like summarize what we said about low energy yeah yeah um go for it practice on following your body's intuition for like listening to your body's cues by listening to the cues your body's already giving you so that you can understand 
earlier and sooner when you're having a low energy day and give yourself what you need on that day. And also very important tip, remember to be nice to yourself. It's always better to be too nice to yourself than it is to be too hard on yourself. So be forgiving and be kind and know that low energy days are not bad. Um, There's nothing wrong with them. Normal part of life. And we just have to cope with them by resting. That's what our body wants or our mind and relaxing and taking care of ourselves. So does anybody want to talk about how they faked it this week? God, what did I even do this week? It's it's 420 month, so I am going to be a little bit out of it for the rest of this month. Um, I've been preparing for 420 since like October, and I just I just want to get this month over with. It's the, uh, the bane of working in cannabis. It really is. I'm sick of it already. Get it over with. I want May to be here. <laughs> I mean, I love April because it's my birthday month. (laughs) (laughs) I think I killed it this past week up until my boss asked me to explain something that I didn't even understand. And then one of my coworkers tried to save me. My boss was like, no, let Blaze explain. I just was like deer in the headlights. Could not think of a single word to say at that point. It was it was so bad. Did you get through it though? <laughs> I got through it, but I had my shit together the whole time up until that point. <laughs> I love that. Not the best feeling. Yeah, no. <laughs> Braylon, how'd you fake it this week? Um, I faked it a little bit at work. I had a really, really, really busy work week this week because um, one of the doors on our building. The like auto lock function um, stopped working, so I had to go there every day at like 8 a.m. and open the doors, and I had to go back in the evening and close the doors, and it was just, I just had to like push through, and like my days were busy, and yeah, it was, I, I, it was rough. But now we're at the weekend, and I'm chilling, and I'm good, and it's yeah, it's all good. But yeah, the weekends go go too quickly every time i come in on a monday i tell my boss i'm like man i'm gonna start petitioning for that four-day work week i i I could i could do it i could do it i need like a whole day just to get chores done because man i fucking hate doing chores on the weekends i hate it i'm so sick of giving up like my one extra day of rest like at one day where i get to do absolutely nothing because i stream on saturdays and i just i'm just (sighs) corporate america get rid of it just throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Get rid of it. No one wants it. No one's happy. No one's enjoying this. We've we're 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 past it. It's we proved it. We're done. <laughs> um, I faked it this week. Um, by having basically there were two days this week where I was single handedly the only person in my department. Um, logistics. I was having to answer emails stupid questions mainly um where people had done something wrong and asked me to fix it and I don't know how to fix it so I had to pass it to IT um because not actually my problem (laughs) and then like just shipping things for people and just like dealing with the um the database system that we use um and not being able to ask anybody about it so um yeah I think I faked it pretty well like i I kind of made it seem like I knew what I was doing, even though, like, I'm still kind of learning the job. So I'll take it. I'll take the faking it for this week. 
thankfully the system that I work on, everyone doesn't really fully understand it, so they can't get on to me about it. <laughs> but I guess we're gonna wrap up. This seems like a good spot, so thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some benefit to today's episode. Um, check our website, wajfipodcast.com, and join us on Discord. We talk in there quite a bit, so you can always find us there. Also, you can access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. The next episode topic we have not decided on this week, so stay tuned. <laughs> And uh, let us know if you guys have any questions. You can submit it to our form link, I guess. Oh, I might need to add that to the website. I'll do that right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and also follow follow us on all mo- major social media platforms and stay tuned for episode airing dates. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.